Welcome back to It Was Murder, the number one heart-to-heart podcast in the world. <laughs> I'm your diehard romantic, wow. Eric Blood. And I'm your devoted lover, Ellen Ito. And I'm the satisfied virgin, Joe Garber. And tonight, when life was so full of hope. <laughs> we, we just did. when life was so just full of hope. Just when life was so full of hope. Just when we my are life pulled, <laughs> pulled in. <laughs> to pod the podoverse to discuss as the heart turns. I hope I can say something as majestic right before I get murdered. I am. The, we can't. We, we can't go yet. Let's see. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. it's it's so good. But uh, okay, uh, <laughs> let's try and tell our listeners what this episode was about mm-hmm. in sixty seconds or less in a mm-hmm. segment. I personally like to call <laughs> the minute max. All right. Starting with Joe. I'm up first. All right, here we go. Max is addicted to a soap opera called Doctor's <laughs> Hospital, which is about a hospital where doctors work. Uh, somebody gets murdered on the on the episode that they're watching, and he says that he signed Jennifer up for a raffle, and she's going to be really surprised at what she wins, and the big surprise at a pool party, at a pool they've definitely been to many times before, they win the raffle, and it's a walk-on spot for Jennifer to be on Doctor's Hospital. The main actor from the show is just complaining about everything the whole time, and people are getting murdered. This guy named Lee makes him do some publicity thing, and Lee gets murdered. Surprise, surprise. Yet they don't tell you who the murderer is until halfway through the episode for some reason. It's the main actor guy, whose name I forget. Uh, he Jennifer starts writing on the show, and he comes into her office and starts freaking out and throwing a diva tantrum <laughs> and starts throwing shit around the office. And then she runs away, and he threatens her with a scalpel, and to disarm him, they pretend like he's winning an award to get him away from <laughs> Jennifer, and he's so insane he believes it. <laughs> I feel like that was a pretty good recap. That was, you really, oh, yeah, like, Joe. You that's, went wall um, to wall in that one. That was good. I felt coherent as I was doing yeah. it. Like, it was like, oh, this is what happened, and this happened, and this happened. <laughs> okay, Ellen. I can't. I can't tell if that puts more pressure on me or takes the pressure off of me. Let's just say that it takes it off of you. You can dive into the nuggets that you really yeah, you can, me you can you can nuggetize. This. <laughs> <sighs> you know, I'm just going to jump in as I realize that I have not really been pulling my weight on the minute maxes and <laughs> when have we when have any of us ever pulled our weight? <laughs> I am just going to hit start on the timer. Okay, so um, hang on. Uh, Is it running? <laughs> Is the timer going? Yeah, I think. No, no. Okay, okay, here we go. All right. Um, as the heart turns. Okay, so um, there is a nurse and a doctor and they're coming out of the hospital and they're like, oh my God, um, shit's going so great in my life. And he's like, that's really good news. What's your face? And he's like, great. And she's like, I'm going to go walk into the dark park or whatever across from the hospital. And he's like, okay, bye. See you later. Do you want me to wait? No, never mind. And then she gets murdered right before, as she herself says to the murderer, not when my life held so much hope. <laughs> and then he gets choked to death. <laughs> um, but guess what? Psych. 
it's an episode of Doctor's Hospital, which is the insanely popular daytime soap opera that Max and everyone in the entire world, except Jonathan is and Jennifer, are really, really into. And so Max is all, I have a surprise for you. I got you a walk a raffle ticket. She's going to win it from this creepy socialite lady. <laughs> Jennifer is supposed to do a walk-on. There's this nasty, complainy actor, and then they go visit the set. The Somebody gets murdered at a pizza joint with a little scarf, and then that guy goes totally bananas and tries to kill Jennifer with a scalpel. Is that it? It's <laughs> that is it. Those are things that happened. That happened. That wasn't much better. <laughs> God. Oh man, you guys. Were you, were you need, trying to be better? Need, yeah. Do you, than, than I Joe? was? Than Joe? <laughs> no, not better than Joe. I was just trying to be better than I. I was going to try for a, a personal best, which, if I just compare the last season and a half, is not too big a reach. That's not super aspirational. <laughs> But I think I, I think it was great. Uh, well, let me. I, I I'm going to do you the biggest favor I can possibly do you and lower the bar. Oh wow! Uh, <laughs> I somehow I somehow doubt that. Uh, let's let's see. As the heart turns, uh, Max is into a soap opera. Jennifer watches a minute of it, and she is able to recite the coming lines. As is Jonathan, and that is a big slam on soap operas. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, Jennifer wins a, a walk-on role on Doctor's Hospital. She does it, and then she starts talking to the director and writer, and they're like, hey, uh, do you want to write the next five episodes? And she's like, no, but yes. And uh, then she does. All while this is happening, the uh, lead actor on this soap opera, or I think the lead actor, at least a... Uh, a recurring character for five years <laughs> is murdering people involved in the show because he's crazy. There's really no other reason given other than that he's crazy. Uh, although he does overhear the director and writer say his numbers are slipping. We might have to kill him. Anyway, he's way crazier than anyone could have imagined. <laughs> crazy jealous. That was that was more of like a teaser or something. <laughs> but, yeah, I wonder. That made me really wish I'd watched the episode. <laughs> <laughs> this is all just Ellen. Ellen's just doing this based on the synopsis that yeah, she read on the yeah. DVD cover. She's like, yeah, that outfit was crazy. I, I mean, I literally like my brain switched off. I felt like I was going to come in all like. Dorothy Parkerish and witty and like really nailing the plot. But all I actually did, and I knew this even while it was happening mere moments ago, I basically just said exactly what Joe said, but it took me way, way longer to say <laughs> it. So sorry, Joe, please don't sue me. It took the same amount of time. We had one minute. <laughs> it literally took the same amount of time. <laughs> it, like, it's funny. They all kind of feel like they're right around that <laughs> 60 second ballpark. Yeah. Well, well let's, let's see what the Sisler's have, have to say. <laughs> Sisler Family Playhouse, once yeah, again. Here we go. The Sisler Family Playhouse presents Like a Douchebag in a Helicopter <laughs> as the Heart Turns. Max is a super fan of the show Doctor's Hospital. He draws Jennifer and Jonathan into a web of murder and sex. Darling, they're already there. <laughs> oh, yeah. After fighting off Miss Wentworth Hansy Pants, Max wins Jennifer a role in Doctor's Hospital. The hearts find the corpse of the show's PR guru. Since they are out of bath bubbles and ready with, they stay on with the show. While on set, Jonathan discovers Ray Martin woke up on the wrong side of Brentwood, while Jennifer discovers that Damian Drummond is both bold and beautiful. Yes, we went 
there. While talking with Dr. Nichols from Star Trek for Jonathan Trace, Jennifer Skills is a writer for the formula for transparent aluminum. Max begs Jennifer to be the Michael Milken of soap operas. Next time, just get her drunk, Max. Bill Stegmeier is talented enough to write his own snuff film. By Guy Confrontation Time is the Emmy for Best Performance by a Psycho Bastard on his way to the gas chamber goes to Ray Martin. Eric, Joe, Ellen, we love you so much, so long as you don't use the word subsist. The end. <laughs> <laughs> we would never oh, use that wow. word. I don't even know what that word yeah, means. I don't even know that word. Thank you, wow. Sizzlers. We love you too. Sizzlers, we yeah, love you. That's amazing. I feel like I watched this episode and there were scenes when I kind of lost the plot a little bit, but all those scenes where I wasn't paying attention were scenes that didn't matter to the plot. There's <laughs> a lot of fascination, like kind of navel gazy fascination with television production in yeah. this episode, which mm-hmm. I actually loved. Yeah. Um, Me too. That tracking shot when they're walking through. So there's yeah. there's a weird thing about this episode. They reference The Shining a few times in this episode. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Really? I caught that. Yeah. yeah. And I was the I, best part being. <laughs> can we? Can we? Should we wait? No. Say it. I, no. Because it no. happens at the end. So when Ray Martin has just gone <laughs> over the edge, yes. um, and he has come, he has killed um, the other writer. Well, he's killed the publicity man, Lee. He's murdered the writer that he knew now for a fact was going to be, was writing his, actively writing his character out of the show. He goes to um, Bill's office where Jennifer is waiting and then he threatens Jennifer's life and it gets real crazy, real fast. And then she... Uh, escapes the office and runs onto the dark set. And then he turns into Jack Nicholson yes. in the main and he is limping after her. And it is so great. And then they follow that up with the classic, <laughs> not quite here's Johnny, but yes. he absolutely like busts through like the door on the set. And it is one of the greatest moments ever. <laughs> it's true. And it's, I'm so glad that you are agreeing oh with me on God. this. Oh my God. I just even the scene when they're going through the set, like the long tracking shot of them going through the yeah, set. Yeah, yeah. You can, you like, can hear is, the ominous music, right? This you is just dude, hear the like shit. giving Jack the tour of the yeah. Overlook Hotel. Absolutely. Yeah. And I was just like, yeah. what's going on? This is cool. Like, yes. what are the so only thing doing? missing was the big wheel, right? And yes. the twins. <laughs> and the walk in Max fridge. on a big wheel would have been so yeah, good. Yeah, <laughs> just fills with blood. Freeway on I a have big to, wheel. Before I forget, I have to call out something else that really cracked me up about the um, sound stage thing, which was when Jonathan goes to the set, there's a big sign on the outside that says no bicycles. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah. then the second he walks in, there's a big green 10 speed, like just immediately <laughs> inside on the set. That's amazing. Um, you know, I just enjoyed that. It said no bicycles and no electric cars on that big yeah, sign, that big no giant electric sign. Cars. It oh, like, seemed like they wanted us to pay attention to it. It was like placed in a <laughs> like really. Or that's just actually a sign that's on this soundstage. Right? I think so much of this episode oh, was yeah. was like for sure just insider. Like let's let's do a let's do a TV episode. I was wondering TV. when they were walking on the set. I was like, we're going to recognize this set from a different episode. They're, they're just reusing a set. But I didn't recognize it. I don't know if you guys did. I no, I didn't. I mean, there was a doc, the doctor operating operation room, which they probably have used before in Heart, <laughs> it's like, likely. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, yeah, 
there's a moment when Jennifer says fade to black and then the episode fades to black. Yeah. Which I thought yeah. was really great. So awesome. That, yeah. It would have been so great if when they walked into the set, it was just their house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would have been amazing. <laughs> just like one thing is different. Your money's no good here, Mr. Hart. <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk about Jennifer's choice of dress to the pizzeria. Oh, that's one of the best outfits it's, of the whole series, uh, in my opinion. Yes. I've been waiting. I've been waiting for this. Uh, We're talking the red leather yes. shoulder pad. The white Angora cowl neck, <laughs> yes. turtleneck, and the leather jacket and matching pants. And the six-skin clouch. Oops. Oh, someone's calling you about your leather pants. <laughs> Sorry. I love that look so much, but not for a pizzeria. <laughs> I don't understand I mean, it in it this is context. Not a pizzeria look per se, no, but <laughs> very much not. Um, oh, I don't give a fuck about that, but I have a tendency to dress inappropriately myself, so I may be <laughs> incapable of discerning what what the right occasion is for an outfit. But what I did notice, if we're talking about not pizzeria outfits, you know, I haven't been to Antonio's with the delightful Italy shaped neon sign, but the woman that eavesdrops on uh, Jennifer and Lee and Jonathan's conversation. Cause she's just like a super fan as is everyone in the universe mm-hmm. of doctor's hospital. Um, <laughs> she's wearing like a printed chiffon ish dress and a beaded long beaded necklace. And for me, that was actually the outfit, I guess. Mm. Cause I think you can wear leather pants anywhere is kind of my philosophy on that one. <laughs> Maybe not the beach, but who cares if you do? I mean, that's your own business. But she, I was like, oh, wow, is Antonio's fancy? <laughs> yeah, it kind of is. They, it was also funny that they did a whole tracking shot through Antonio's. Yes. Starting with the pizza chefs, following mm-hmm. a waiter out through all the tables and with this I loved it. music. It was really, really great. But I was like, why are we doing this? It's like a commercial for this pizza place. Is it a famous pizza place? I don't believe so. I don't think I've um, heard of it. Although I do kind of, I, I want to see if that actually, if that pizza place exists still. Uh, yeah. Because I, mm. that sign and that building, Ugh. I'm just like kind of drooling over. It was awesome. I but mean, I will say the pizza looked like garbage. Really? Yes. <laughs> it looked like some terrible ass pizza. I was yeah, really, I <laughs> really like, mm. why are it's they probably there? just craft services pizza from the set i mean <laughs> i know, with I know we uh, eat with our eyes but uh looks aren't everything this is true this is true i'm willing to try it i'll take one for the team if i wore that white tur- giant turtleneck to a pizza place it would be there would be marinara sauce running down the front of it that's mostly and it's like a perfect marinara trench because it's like <laughs> the leather the red leather jacket goes all the way down right in the middle there's like open to this pure white giant turtleneck well and of course i noticed that jennifer had a completely untouched slice of pizza in front of her the entire time so Mm. she wasn't she wasn't trying to get her outfit fucked up she was like no (laughs) i'll I'll take this to go yeah (laughs) or she was like this pizza is garbage (laughs) we all have our our uh little fixations i noticed that the clutch was not an identical match for the jacket and the pants um Mm. and it was snakeskin Oh, interesting. Um, the script was an identical match to her pants yeah. and jacket. <laughs> it was, which I appreciated. Festive script. Yeah. Um, I actually have that on my note. It just says coordinated script. <laughs> wow. 
So yeah, that's a great pizzeria scene. Best pizzeria scene we've ever got in Heart to Heart. I would I would say. <laughs> yes, <laughs> most most it, cinematic pizza pizzeria scene in Heart to Heart yet. <laughs> but honestly, it put us no closer to answering the burning question: Will Timmy turn out to be Monica's illegitimate son? <laughs> um. So one of my favorite little details of this episode was how completely disgusted Jennifer seemed anytime anyone would ask her about the show. About soap opera? Yeah, like the woman, when the woman in the pizzeria asks her a question, she's like, Mm. no. And then when the cop, after they've found a dead body, the cop asks her like something about the show, she's like, Uh what the fuck is wrong with you? (laughs) It was kind of beautiful. I really, really loved it. (laughs) But didn't it seem more of an extension of her inability to feign any enthusiasm at all about winning the raffle. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I love that uh, Ray Martin just bursts on the scene, uh, kind of random to everybody except Max. And he is just like the OG bitter Betty and he cannot contain himself. He's just like blurting out his profound dissatisfaction about his, uh, steep fall from uh treading the boards mm-hmm. on uh the way of broad to then being diminished by being on what is apparently the most successful daytime tv show ever in of the history all time, of time yeah. doctor's right? but, hospital yeah but but what i like is when he's complaining to jonathan about it some more with the greater detail when they're doing the tour um Jonathan says to him, like, after he listens to Ray's complaints about Damien Drummond, which seemed legitimate in some way to me, that guy was gross, but he's complaining. And then Jonathan's like, well, you seem to be handling it realistically. (laughs) (laughs) He says that? Uh, Yeah. Wow. And. I might have it. I might have it flipped. That he might actually say that at uh, Mrs. Wentworth Hayes pool pool auction, Mm. pool party auction. Mm. But I pretty sure he says it when they're on the the set. But either way, I don't care when he said it because the whole point for me is that Jonathan said that, and I was just like, oh fuck. As someone who complains probably more than anyone has the right to, what would I do if somebody said that? (laughs) But then I immediately shifted gears and entered into a state of denial where I'm like, I'm totally going to say that to somebody who's complaining about something the next time. Because it's not even like, is it burn? It's kind of just like, I don't know. You know, it's like, it's not a platitude. It's just kind of a, I don't know. Yeah. He says, you seem, well, you seem to be handling it realistically. I guess it's a good thing. Sort of. I mean, it's just just accurate. Yeah. But what's funny. Jonathan doesn't say it as a burn. I think it's just like what you say when some weirdo is just talking to you about something that you kind of can't believe but you're not like you're still feeling kind of neutral because you can see that you can get out of that conversation yeah what's funny is like well that seems all right i mean uh uh-huh yeah the polar opposite way he deals with things at the end of the episode is very unrealistically (laughs) (laughs) oh my god all i really want to talk about is the end of this episode like the yeah we can talk about it now the when when Ray Martin snaps mm. in the office and yells at Jennifer, it's pretty fucking like extreme, and I I definitely got a little like ooh yeah. Uh, uh, 
that's kind of we did we have not seen that we have not, we have not seen we've seen a couple moments i was thinking we've seen a couple moments like that but this i think is the the best one where they're laughing and then somebody does something so insane that the laughter immediately stops yeah in heart was, to heart that has happened before. it was like uncomfortable it's very uncomfortable <laughs> well i think um somebody having like a psychotic break while we watch is yeah. bound to be uncomfortable um yeah i mean they give us the hints that he is disgruntled right but there's also like a lot of disgruntled people on the set of the incredibly successful soap opera doctor's hospital yeah. right like that monica woman seems kind of pissed. everybody oh my god everybody's like the only person that doesn't seem upset is that irritating man damien drummond who just seems to I mean, I, I kind of hate that guy, so I would be unhappy and I would not <laughs> handle it realistically either. But the thing that tipped me off to that fact that maybe Ray's got a problem that runs deeper than just hating his job or feeling like he made a really fucked up life choice because he just wanted some money um, is that he, whenever he's veering towards um, psychotic break territory, a film of sweat covers mm. his face. Yes. Did you notice that? Yes. He has the... This I don't know what those are called. Psycho sweats? I don't know. <laughs> and I'm not trying to be insensitive, but I was just like, whoa. And I don't know if like that actor, just a good actor that he's sweating or they're like legitimately making the decision because you'd have to make a conscious decision that you're going to spritz him with glycerin so he looks sweaty when he starts to lose his shit. Right? It's intentional. It's 100% intentional flop sweat. Just like. Or I mean, he was pretty active in those scenes. Also, so if that was the second take, he would have had a flop sweat. True. He was throwing shit around that office, running around. But when he was like listening in at the office, he was yeah, like, he it was, was just, he was sweaty. It was oh, just yeah. like foundation and sweat. That's true. Yeah. I love the juicy little gossip that the network gave to that writer to that told him that that actor was failing. It's not that the ratings going down or whatever. It's that his fan mail has slowly stopped coming in, which I love (laughs) that the network would tell the writer that that's such a shitty little like bitchy thing to say to about an actor, to a writer on a show. Like that would be such a shitty thing to say behind someone's back. Their fan mail isn't coming in anymore. (laughs) I mean, that seems legit to me though. Like that seems like that's what, that's the kind of conversation that would happen. <laughs> Maybe, I guess. And if it's going to happen, it's going to happen on, I mean, or I don't know whether it's true or not, but I mean, that's what we think of when we think of how soap operas work. I mean, particularly daytime soap operas, right? It's just that people get killed, people disappear, people get kidnapped, people come back as their evil twin, or they come back as somebody else with plastic surgery. That's just what we think of is that it's completely normal for a character to get written off. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately for everyone involved in particular Lee and that writer, um, Ray Martin, like he's just someone like he's sweating. You guys, please Mm -hmm. don't fuck with him. (laughs) Yeah, I wouldn't. He's, he's an uncomfortable. He's not glowing. He's sweating because he is already picturing how he's going to plunge an ax into you. Yeah. Um, Scatman Carruthers, okay. Plunge a handkerchief into you. Oh my god! A really fancy. Yes, his Hermes. (laughs) Yeah. Why was that his like weapon of choice? Because my thing was like, what's with Lee? Like he like 
Ray Martin can just choke Lee out like yeah. boom boom in the parking lot with that little scarf. I know. That's like if <laughs> if Thurston Howell the third from Gilligan's Island like could have wiped out everybody from the SS Minnow because he had so many of those fancy like pocket squares and shit. Like that's not a weapon no. realistically, is it? I don't think so. I wouldn't consider that a weapon. Especially I mean, if you're I so mean, sweaty, your hands would slip slip right off. I of mean, it. yeah. I mean it's mostly like Maybe Lee just wanted to die. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't want to work with that guy anymore because that guy sucked. What did he want him yeah. to do? Some grocery store opening thing? Yeah, it was a grocery store yeah. opening. and He was and making he was him do all this stuff. Complaining and about it. Just one more thing that Ray totally fucking hated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Another thing. <laughs> um, have either of you ever been into soap operas or watched any? No. My mom was a big As the World Turns. Oh. Uh, person like growing up so she also she worked for the the uh education association so she had she had long stretches of the summer off Mm. um so we would be all be at home and she would Mm -hmm. insist on watching as the world turns and i would try to watch this show (laughs) with her and i it's just like mind numbing to me do you remember any as a kid no specifically No, no because there were no fights there were no it wasn't like it wasn't like the crazy ass soap opera stuff that we all think of as soap opera stuff. It was just really mundane, just like intrigue of people <laughs> cheating on each yeah, other. Yeah, really, it was like, like uh, what? Uh, who was saying that? Like, it went, was it Jennifer who was saying when when I watched soap operas, they were there were relationships. Yeah, and yeah, blah de blah. blah. They blah, even blah. became terminally ill. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. And now it's murder. Yeah. There was none now of that in As the World Turns no. at this in the eighties, at least. Did you ever watch any Ellen? Um, sort of. I really liked to skip school and my mom worked at schools, so nobody would be home during the day. And so, (laughs) this is so weird. I uh, skipped school and because I was like, I'm going to watch General Hospital because in 1981, um, General Hospital is like the most, is like Doctor's Hospital is in this (laughs) episode where (laughs) it's still like, a wedding that took place in 1981 on General Hospital is still like the first or second most watched um, daytime TV thing ever or TV thing ever, I think. It's something like 30 million people, 40 million people, something watched. These two characters get married. So General Hospital in particular really had this big moment. But I think all my children like also was like a super dedicated following. But anyway, so I skipped school and I was already like, I'm, I'm going to watch an episode of General Hospital. Except that that plane crashed into the Potomac River and all of the um, soap operas were preempted, obviously, by live footage of people almost dying in a frozen river. Whoa. Fuck. Jesus. Yeah. Um, anyway, that's not really about whether or not I watched soap opera. Um, but <laughs> you would it sort of is. But you would skip but, school to watch soap operas? Well, it was more like like I skipped school and then I was kind of like get like all like yeah, yeah. like I'm gonna like I'm gonna do it. Um, I didn't really like I watched. It's just like Eric's mom. Like in the summer, like I would sometimes watch General Hospital because it just was like the zeitgeist for that show and for those two characters in particular. But I never really like stuck with it beyond just, you know, I was kind of like that that person that made it so that eight hundred million people watched that stupid wedding. But then when I got to college and I was living briefly in like the dorms, the 
a couple of the girls that lived on the hall were really into days of our lives. Mm. And so it was just the thing where everyone would sit and stare blankly at days of our lives and smoke menthol cigarettes or whatever. <laughs> and um, I st- sort of got sucked into days of our lives very briefly because it was just like every time would stop. And if you wanted to hang out or have somebody to walk with class to class with or whatever, like you knew where everybody was. When days of our lives was on just like jennifer um, in college she mm-hmm. she was hooked and got rid of that hook or what did she say she's like and she wrote unhooked. for days of our lives i love that she <laughs> totally calls out days of our lives specifically but yeah um i didn't didn't get into that i briefly dabbled in some telenovelas mm. but not yeah i guess i'm just not not i don't have that commitment power i tried i actually actively tried to get into soap operas and like i think it was the early 2000s mm, um, which ones i could i couldn't even tell you it was whatever was on um i don't even haven't they all been on forever they've I, been on for like a <laughs> hundred years at this point but uh i tried because i was i think i was unemployed at the time i had to have been because i was at home watching tv and mm. i couldn't do it i just couldn't find a way in Mm -hmm. and part of it was and i thought this i felt this way as a kid too this story has been going on for (sighs) 50 years and how the fuck am i supposed to just jump in Mm -hmm. to this show and i yeah i couldn't i couldn't find a way in i couldn't find a way in well i think i think it is hard unless you have somebody to give you a lot of like context right because to jump into these there it is it's like world building joe like it's like it's this very established universe and so like general hospital i had to like i actually was like general hospital is it still on it's been on forever right if i skipped school and saw it at like one of its peaks it's been on since 1963 wow and so there's been something like five days a week 16,000 episodes. Oh my god. Something like that. Like that's not an exaggeration. That's probably lowballing it. Yeah. Um Yeah, I mean that is crazy, right? I mean that's really crazy. But um yeah, I I love that that there are people that are super dedicated to it. I sort of used to be fascinated by all of the magazines that went along with that fandom. Mhm. Because it's like every week there's a new crazy story or just these slow burns, right? But I remember seeing an interview with, I don't, I think it must have been an actor or actress that had been on soap operas, but they described the way that the plots moved as like that you would t- tune in um, one week and somebody would just be going to get a spoonful of sugar to put in their coffee and then like two weeks later they'd finally be like stirring the sugar into their coffee because it's like you're jumping <laughs> back and forth like have you watched soap operas joe uh no very vaguely not really well, so at all. like they're jumping back and forth between so many storylines uh-huh. that it's just like a snippet a snippet a snippet a snippet i think in essence like to write even though like i think soap operas just by the melodramatic nature of at its core, like the writers take a lot of flack. But to me, like the deafness that it takes to juggle like all of those storylines happening and just the pacing of it, even though I just did that sugar thing, it's like, it has to be that way. Like you're just doing these jump cuts and you have to touch every story mm-hmm. like in, a, in just episode. the right way. And you know that you've got this rabid, enormous fan base, right? Mm-hmm. It's just like, that's just intense i think that's like 
a lot. Yeah, definitely. A That's lot. Fascinating. So it was like three weeks later that they finished that scene, basically. <laughs> no, it was just an existence. Oh, joke. I was like, but, for real. But just, but just, just speaking to how the cuts would would give you that much space, like yeah. because you would jump from that storyline where the people are like, and I have to tell you, duh, 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 and then they would have to jump and. You know, like, zing, you're back at the hospital. Zing, somebody else is doing this or that. Like, think about an episode, like an hour-long episode of television now. Mm. It can, it can at times, span a week or weeks. A soap opera, like, five days, five episodes of a soap opera can be one day. Mm. Like, it's, oh. because it is yeah. just, it's, wow. your your it's all ensemble cast. Like, every cast is 10, 12 main characters uh-huh. or whatever oh, yeah. and they're all splintered off into their little little storylines and you have to follow them kind of in real time so things are happening simultaneously it's pretty i think it's very smart i think the way that, yeah. the way that it's done is super smart but it is also like not for me <laughs> yeah the thing that it's also live and i have a well, yeah. big problem with that it is. Yeah. Um, well, not le- well. Sometimes, but not legitimately like live. Whoa. It's it's all it's all stage because it all has to be done in a day in front of a studio. Yeah, every single day. But one thing that I did love that is the product of the like you said. That's very very. That's the perfect way to say it. In that, like five episodes can be just one day, mm. right? Is that. <laughs> when they would have Halloween parties, <laughs> it would be a Halloween party for like three weeks Whoa, or a month. Damn. And so, of course, that speaks to me whether I give a shit about the soap opera or not. Like to me, it's like, oh, mm-hmm. Halloween party. Like, oh, is it still the Halloween party? It's uh-huh. Halloween party. That's so like, funny. I love that. But it, but yeah, it kind of goes on forever. But it is because the plots are so dense and layered, and you have to give all of those characters like their. Yeah. Do everybody has pride of place, mm-hmm. and so it's like it's just the structure of it is is really intense. I was always just repelled by the weird soft focus that they all had. That weird mm. cinematography of like it felt like a fever dream. Three sort of. camera, mm. like yeah, the, the <laughs> that's just it was that live bizarre. video, yeah, television. But it was very thing. specific to soap operas for some reason. Yeah, I don't remember it really being anything else. It's just they're all like their eyes are like always watered. It's yeah. <laughs> well, so it's because it's it's because it's on a uh, it's videotape uh-huh. on a set on a stage. Like it's not uh, it's not shot on film like like evening television mm-hmm. right frequently is is shot on film. Uh, yeah. like Heart to Heart or Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> 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 I see what you did there. Um. I learned from looking up how long General Hospital has been on the air, which is staggering, right? <laughs> um, General Hospital was also the first TV series to use HD television ah, technology, oh, wow. which is amazing, right? Yeah. Big up to Port, the people of Port Charles. <laughs> I'm going to get into them. I'm going to start them up. I'm going to start. Mm-hmm. The, I'm going to start at the beginning. Yeah, 1963. <laughs> Which one would you um, watch? I'd watch Days of Our Lives. And- <laughs> I, I think I would either do Young and the Restless because of the theme oh, song. Oh, the theme song. Um, is that the one with the hourglass? Or is no, that, that's the Days of Our Lives. That's the Days that's, of Our Lives. That's one I want. Like the sand through the hourglass. Yes. So yes. are the days of our lives. So are the days of our yeah. lives. Yeah, I want the I want that awesome piano uh, theme song from Young and the Restless all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
I love uh, or I do passions even oh passions because <laughs> there's like witches and passions. shit <laughs> yeah with the the evil doll um, yeah passions is passions is like stand, it stands on its own right hmm. outstanding in the field by itself standing there um, I always think of soap dish Yes, a movie I love that, that movie. I super love, and also, of course, of Tootsie. Mm-hmm. I love things about soap operas. I mm-hmm. like uh, parodies of soap operas in TV and mm-hmm. movies. <laughs> uh, the I Californians, like, yeah. I just I love oh, yeah. <laughs> Doctor's <laughs> Hospital. I I love yeah, all. Right. Of, I love it, but mm-hmm. the actual soap operas I can't do. It's weird. Mm. It, is Soap Dish about soap operas? Yes, Soap Dish is awesome. Yeah. You should it's definitely great. watch Soap right. Dish. I watch Soap so Dish. Funny. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I haven't really watched that in forever. I wonder if it holds up. I haven't seen it for a few years, but when I watched it, I was like, yes. There was also Soap. <laughs> oh, yeah, Soap. Soap with oh, uh, man. The, the origins of Billy Crystal. Jessica Walters. Yes. Oh, wow. Ka- uh, Catherine Hellman. Uh-huh. And then, wait, not Jessica Walters. Anyways, Mary Hartman, Mary Hartman also, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We had a sort of competent police officer in this episode named Deverne. <laughs> he like he was sort of like buddied with Jonathan when they arrived at the set to help Jennifer. It was like a, I felt like it was kind of a different role for a police officer to play in in a heart to heart episode because he helped out, but then Jonathan tr- turns the spotlight on to the bad Damien, convinces him he's winning an episode, uh, winning a, an award, and then he lets go of the scalpel and stands up and then Deverne is just standing there forever doing nothing. So I was like, what are you doing? Shoot the, him. The, <laughs> the way Jonathan just so quickly and easily slipped into, okay, I know exactly what your psychosis oh, is. Yeah. I know exactly what type mm-hmm. of break you are having. He's dealt with this before. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, I have done this before. This is, this is old. Did you think he was going to jump on him? I, I so. did. I thought he was going to jump on him, and I was. Me too. Well, <laughs> yeah. uh, Jonathan had yes. no fights. There was no. There was no action in this episode, aside from the shining limp. Through and the, yeah, a set. Him, like throwing a tantrum in the office. You're right. That's yeah. true. Yeah. I thought a sandbag was going to fall on somebody. There was this huge <laughs> rope on the set, and they kept sitting right in front of it or standing. The guy was showing Jennifer around. He showed her like right past this huge rope that just went up. <laughs> ominously into the ceiling and i was like some something's dropping on somebody in this scene but then nothing did but it's so great when he is listening to ray martin like walking across the stage towards the prompter's box where jennifer is hiding Mm -hmm. and he's like looking and looking at all the levers to the trap doors in the stage i mean that's great Mm -hmm. that's pretty great Mm -hmm. um i know why i said Jessica Harper, but it's also still wrong. Catherine Hellman's character is named Jessica. Ah. Jessica Tate. Yes. Um yeah, Jonathan didn't jump on any moving things. No. What he convinces Jonathan him. Just talked this episode. He starts being yeah. he starts just like putting on a whole production too. He's like, and the best leading actor for the performance <laughs> goes to 
Ray Martin and and that Ray Martin holding a scalpel looks at Jennifer and says, "Did he say Ray Martin? That's me." <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, "Yeah." Oh God, you did it! You won. It's so fucking weird because <laughs> he goes from sort of normal complainy actor guy to just completely off the rails insane in a very quick amount of time. Yeah, like I wasn't really prepared for the delusional aspects. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But then when it came, I was very happy it did. <laughs> yeah. Oh, me too. Yeah. Me too. I feel like that switch flipped and I was on board. Yeah. I'm like, oh, the sweatiness. Okay. Yeah. And, and then he turns into Norma Desmond. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But great. All right. <laughs> I was in. All right. Clearly. Yeah. I mean, uh, initially, we just think he's just kind of a complainy jerk or whatever. Like I said, who made, made some poor choices that he regrets. Mm. But really... Ray Martin's just like going home and like stabbing a pillow of Damien Drummond's face or whatever night after night. I mean, he's yeah. pissed. somewhere along the line, something. I would have loved to have happened. seen his apartment or, or house or whatever and, <laughs> and have, you know, it would be just like this shrine to his, his better acting days or whatever, like awards yeah. and po- mm-hmm. posters for plays and shit like that. But then mm-hmm. they find a room <laughs> where it's all like fucking Peggy cut up pictures. And <laughs> like I, I wanted, to, I, I always want that, but it's, they, they also did us a favor of making it kind of a mystery for the majority of the episode. Like we didn't yeah. know who was doing sort it. Of, it was weird how they, so that, you know, that's like my thing is like, is it a mystery or is it not? Do they just tell us who it is? They, they had him be a mis- mysterious for, part of it but then they just pan over to him when he's strangling somebody in the car yeah and it's like you could have still i guess they were like there were he was developed as a red herring from the get-go he was obviously the murderer he mm-hmm. was complaining about everything he was so unhappy it's like this guy's never not going to be the murderer because he's just like so obviously the murderer and then they pan over to his face <laughs> in the car murdering somebody and i was like oh Oops. okay i guess he just is the murderer and there's no yeah mystery at all you can judge a book by its sweaty cover (laughs) yes yes (laughs) yes i'm just remembering that at some point i think he mops his sweaty his psycho sweat with his strangled chief he does uh in a a perfect freeze frame too i gotta hand it to the actor playing ray martin because that is a tall order and Mm -hmm. i have to say I'm here for it. Yeah, he did a good job playing Ray Martin. I'm here for it because that he committed yeah. from the Jack Nicholson uh, limping to like all of it. I was just like, yeah, because that is just woo unhinged. That's a, yeah, that's a very small uh, space to pull <laughs> that off. Yeah. And I think he does. Yeah. Did it. Yeah, yeah. Amazingly. Like I'm in. Well, so I wasn't really reminded of the shining in this episode, but weirdly what I was reminded of, which I, we've been reminded of before. And maybe it's just the time period is Kane from Poltergeist two. Oh, let the, me in. Yes. The, the first one, the first reminder of Kane was the, the lady socialite at the pool party. Yeah. <laughs> similar mouth teeth structure. And I was like, Whoa. Oh my God. This is oh Wentworth. Sorry if this is like uh elderist. <laughs> uh, but then he, when Ray Martin stood up to accept his fake award, he had a cane lilt to his voice. That yeah. was mm. just, I can't, how do you, can you do that? It was like, that's bionic. I guess so. <laughs> yeah. It's this weird pronouncing <laughs> in a very strange way, yeah. like ghostly kind of way. 
Uh, Mrs. Wentworth Hayes. I thought she was going to be a bigger part of this episode. I was, oh yeah, like as soon as she was introduced, I was like, "Yay, another loud rich lady!" Mm-hmm. <laughs> but no, I was mostly just excited that they said her name about thirty-five thousand times within the first three minutes of the episode, which, which makes to me makes it even better that she's not in the episode. <laughs> anymore because it's just funny that they just kept saying well mrs wentworth hayes mrs wentworth hayes oh mrs yes. wentworth hayes and the hearts are clearly just like oh there's mrs wentworth hayes peace out yeah. uh, i see <laughs> i see some punch we're gonna pretend to get yeah they did not want to talk to mrs wentworth, mrs. wentworth hayes mrs wentworth kane <laughs> i i loved her outfit though honestly her outfit was great it was just like semi-transparent neon-y pastel thing with a roped like a a knotted <laughs> pearl necklace yeah. loosely hung mm-hmm. in a and a clear fedora <laughs> it was really cool yeah she looked, she great. looked great she's very summer party <laughs> uh and then so ray martin uh, there were with lee the way they argued very homoerotic <laughs> weirdly i don't know if it was just because he's like the handsome actor guy and it's like another dude standing next to him that scene and then the scene when he's with the actor next to him on the movie set it's just uh, did you get that vibe at all it's it was it felt so weird like he was i got a little vibe from from the publicist from lee yes lee uh like that (laughs) that i did immediately go there where it was like oh are they together like is this Mm. a thing (laughs) maybe it's just this like bickery way of of complaining maybe that's what it was where he's just like well lee's also also his handler in a sense so it was it was kind of that dynamic yeah it's like bickering married couple yeah (laughs) man why didn't ray kill damien drummond you know good question (laughs) um I mean, maybe he was just circling and getting closer and closer in the orbit or whatever, but it's just like, hey, I have an idea. Why don't you kill the so-called JR of daytime? Yeah, that's the one he was so mad about. Yeah, murder. Yeah, like guy. if you're going around with your strangle chief, like just doing it, like just do it, man. I have a feeling that there were some kind of rewrites or reworks of this episode based on them setting it up as a mystery for so long and then abandoning that. And then also that actor Drummond just disappears from the episode, right? Yeah. He's, he's there's set him up as this guy that he's jealous of. And then he's just gone for the second half of the episode. I know I was expecting like a, an onset mishap that injures yeah. him. Yeah, right? totally. You know, just, that, that rope. That's, I mean, maybe that's too obvious for, <laughs> if you have a rope hanging down in the first act, you have to use it. In the <laughs> yes. Chekhov's rope. Yeah. Somebody's wearing a Ted Bundy turtleneck in this episode. Who was it? <laughs> Is it Ray? Yeah, it was Ray at the end. There we go. Tracksuit and and turtleneck. Yep, Ted Bundy turtleneck. Yeah. A million billion percent Ted yeah. Bundy turtleneck. It, why is it just so fun to watch Jennifer type? Oh my god! Because of those electric typewriters, I yeah that love beautiful those. like the sound the click click. Yeah. Yes, I love, love, love those. My mom used to frequently bring home like an IBM electric mm-hmm. typewriter, and I loved it. I loved typing on it. I loved just the sound. Mm-hmm. I loved the sound of my mom typing out because she could type. So it was just like mm-hmm. this continuous, awesome clicking. That particular sound of the of the, oh, and the yeah. ball, the ball of yeah, all the, the electric, uh, all the type things. Yeah, fuck, so and- cool. 
it's like the hum, like the thing just springs to life and it's just humming. Yeah. And then the keys just felt like they snapped. Like mm-hmm. it was almost like they were like trying to. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's something very animated about an electric typewriter. Yeah. Like it's very, I don't know. It feels like it's alive, which I don't know, but I've, I've enjoyed um, seeing Jennifer type. She's been typing a lot this season. It's been typing. I mean, heavy. she's always typing, but she's not always typing on screen. But this season, she is. Yeah, mm-hmm. kind of awesome. I Just random. The moment when Max and Freeway are at the house, and Ray Martin comes to look for Jennifer, uh, mm-hmm. and and uh, Max is like saying, "Freeway, there's a star coming to the house," and then Freeway starts barking or something, and he says, "If yeah. La- if Lassie came to visit, would I be rude?" <laughs> <laughs> Freeway smells a rat in addition to smelling cocaine and other things. Yeah, Freeway can read minds. Smells a rat. (laughs) Much like other TV dogs. (laughs) Freeway can see the future and read minds. Yes. (laughs) Yep. And so, what'd you think of Max trying to scam scam, uh, some insider info to bet on? Soap opera outcomes. Yeah, I felt like that was slightly out of out of character. I was a little disappointed. I thought it was out of character. Of course, yeah. she's not going to do that. I thought it was kind of cute. It, it reminded me of his um, mis- or his romance novel side of his personality. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just don't think he's that unethical. I thought he wouldn't because he loves the show so much. That was why I thought that that was not that was incongruous. Was yeah. that I felt like he would he understands how it works and knows so much about soap operas production and the actual soap operas that he would never never yeah he wouldn't want spoilers. to trade on that information yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> sorry now i'm like obsessed with just looking at the I'm, menu right. I'm okay, very, yeah i'm very right, hungry let's, uh, okay i'm very hungry and uh because i'm hungry i think it's time for pick your pose and i'm up first oh, you are <laughs> oh Couple strong pokes this episode. I <laughs> strong gotta <pokes>. say, <laughs> strong full full of pokes. <laughs> Lee was the first one. He is so handsome. Uh, I was like, damn, that guy is very good looking. <laughs> and then I got to switch to <laughs> Devern, the cop. <laughs> he oh, he's got luscious lips. <laughs> That's one of my notes. Is his luscious lips. And then I took a shot of his like butt <laughs> when he's talking he, to Jonathan. Yeah, he looked good in those pants. <laughs> yeah, he was. He's just like the stocky <laughs> dude with like yeah, just very detective-y. Yeah, Jack very, Nicholson ish, super copy. Yeah, yeah, he's a good looking motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Ellen, uh, nothing. If anything, it's I'm in love with that red leather outfit. Yeah, the with almost matching clutch. Antonio's pizza outfit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, sorry to do this to both of you, but mine is uh Damien <laughs> annoying Damien Drummond. Damien the Drummond. JR of Daytime the TV. JR of Daytime TV. The hair really ruined him for me. The hair is an issue. Uh the hair is nineteen eighty-three helmet town, but uh <laughs> Trump dark. He he had a particular thickness that I was appreciating. <laughs> yeah, he looked good. Yeah, he's a good looking guy. And that's that. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, okay. our folks. All right. Well, have fun in Antonio's. <laughs> we'll all go to Antonio's with our folks. <laughs> we should really go. 
uh, <laughs> Ellen, come to LA. Let's go to Antonio's. <laughs> and we'll go to L'Orangerie as yes. well. <laughs> no bicycles or electric cars. Yeah. Uh, oh, a question for both of you. Yes. It's sort of an unrealistic thing, but how much would you pay for a raffle ticket to be in an episode of Heart to Heart? And it's like the raffle ticket part is like you will be on the episode. It's not like you're a chance to be on the episode. It's like, you know, guaranteed. That's not a raffle ticket. I know, but I was like, <laughs> I don't, I don't want to ask you, like, how much would you pay to be in an episode of Heart to Heart? Because that feels like you're just paying to be on the show, which seems different for some reason. <laughs> but it's like you win, but it's like, you know, it's like Jennifer won this raffle, but it's like we knew she was going to win. Max yeah. signs up for a raffle, but it's like it, that raffle's not going to go away and then just not be part of the episode. So <laughs> it's like that style raffle where you are going to be on the episode. What would you pay? How much money would you pay for that um, raffle ticket? I don't know. I don't know that I would. Really? Zero dollars? I do not want to be on TV. What? Yeah. <laughs> not even heart to heart? Damn. My, my start is $500. Wow. <laughs> I probably well depending on okay so assuming that we're going by raffle rules here uh assuming sort of. that the money are we though <laughs> well no I mean okay. we, we are like we're going by the rules set up by this this episode yes it's raffle rules okay. but you're the okay. protagonist of the raffle yes. so, so you will win it's the for raffle. charity yes it's so for charity, it depends right? on where the money is going um, to orphanages <laughs> that got exploded during Christmas <laughs> to rebuild exploded <laughs> yeah. orphanages. Yeah, <laughs> they never do. They this Mrs. Wentworth Hayes ever do they ever say what the charity is? Oh, I feel like Jennifer mentions it. It's for out of work soap opera actors. <laughs> it's to buy awards for people having mental breakdowns. Yeah, um, it's for. I think she does mention it in passing, but I don't. I didn't catch it. I think it depends. It depends on what the what the charity is, uh, and then I would possibly purchase. What's the ideal charity? Um, the Innocence Project. The Innocence Project is a good one. Okay, so it's for that. Okay. Uh, how, uh, much do you, how much you spend? Hundred bucks. Hundred dollars. Wow. Per ticket? Are we going with the max thing, where like he bought a whole handful? Like no, he bought a. You just buy one, but you will win. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's five hundred dollars. If it's a charity that I support, the point is not winning the thing, right? Oh. So. I guess so. If it was the Innocence <laughs> Project, or we could say, because a charity that does get mentioned in the episode is that the hearts ask that Jennifer's writing fee go to her wildlife uh, fund, like yeah. to go to support her mm. wildlife fund. So Innocence Project or Jennifer's thing. Um, it goes to Bacopan Orphans. If it's, I don't want to do that. Oh, like for me, it really, it really is like about the, about what charity is. And I realize that's not part of like the construct of like, that's not the point here, <laughs> but, um, I would pay if I'm only buying one ticket and it's for a charity that's not Joe's Bacopin orphanage, um, or any orphanage, I'm sorry to say, uh, unless they're orphaned, not human animals. Um, <laughs> I don't know a grand. This is okay. Wow. Oh, wow. This is not the way I thought this question would go. <laughs> <laughs> I really had a different idea of what this question would. Be. <gasps> the answers would be for this question. Yeah. I think well, all, I mean, all this said was layered. how much money we how much money we are able to donate to a charity. <laughs> I honestly didn't even know that they 
donated money to the charity. I thought that just went to that lady, to that yeah, cane she, lady. She was just she was just trying to buy more <laughs> diaphanous outfits. Or weird hats, yeah. More uh, see-through hats, spectral chapeaus. This, uh, this hat is you can still see it. I want an invisible right. hat. Yeah. <laughs> this episode, I mean that this raffle, this hypothetical raffle also has a time travel component. So <laughs> But wait, so are we finding out of the three of us? That Joe is the person that would want a walk-on part on Heart to Heart? Yes. I guess we are. I'm so kind of surprised. You guys, what about, what if it was just free? If they were just like, do you want to be on Heart to Heart? Oh, yeah. No, I would do that. Oh. But you don't want to pay to be on it. Like, yeah, no. <laughs> no. Okay. That's, that's shady. What the fuck? <laughs> you don't, you don't pay to play. You're not Paola. I'm not Paola. Heart to Heart TV version. I really thought I could like um, bedazzle both of you with the raffle <laughs> thing where it's like... <laughs> You're, you're you're paying for a raffle ticket. You're not paying to be on the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Thought that was gonna just like get the question answered, but it didn't work. <laughs> yeah, because we're totally not the people that would just do this one. Like, but then aren't we just paying to be on the episode? Yeah, yeah. and I was totally fine. Yeah, with, we would, would never say that. I'd pay five hundred dollars to be on an episode of Heart to Heart. <laughs> what if the next episode you saw me in the background? <laughs> <laughs> I would be absolutely terrified by that. Yeah, that would really freak me out. Would you yeah. deal with it realistically? I, hope that happens. I would ab- <laughs> I would deal with it as realistically as the <laughs> as situation <you> could possibly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you seem to be dealing with it realistically. You, yeah, you're dealing with it very realistically. Um, you should have some shame for taking me from my home. <laughs> from my own time. From my own time. <laughs> what if, yeah, so does it change? You took me from my own time. I would, I would pay to be on a heart-to-heart episode where they threw me in yes. a pool. If you get to be in a wheelchair, <laughs> in a wheelchair. that they throw you in a pool, does that change the That amount? does change it. How much would you pay I, then? Then I'm going up to 1000 Okay. But wow. the real question is, what episode would you want to be in? Oh, God. Heartland Express, I think. Ooh, that would be a good one. Because then we get to hang out with Lee. Um, Lee McCloskey. mm, mm, mm. I think I would want to be in Downhill to Death. Ooh, yeah. That's a good one, too. You could be like a weird guy trying to sell them drugs in the hot tub. I want to be in the disco uh, ski lodge. Oh, yeah. Mm. And I want to drink whatever those poison drinks were. (laughs) (laughs) The Irish coffees. Yeah, I want to get really high on LSD (laughs) in Vail. But... You would be in a wheelchair, also, and then they throw me in a pool. They pull, throw you in a pool, As, oh, especially if if it's her in the Frosty the Hitman. You're, <laughs> so in Downhill to Death, you would be holding a toaster plugged into the wall in your wheelchair, and somebody <laughs> throws you into the hot tub to try to <laughs> like electrocute Howdy, you. Folks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, I slipped. I'm in. <laughs> two thousand. Two thousand. <laughs> Ah, go on, let's go. Let's do it. That's old, dude. Now we're talking. (laughs) Ellen, is your episode Night Horrors? Is that the episode you would choose to be in? Oh. Does it have to be an episode that we've already watched? I was thinking about that. No, you can say you can say whatever. You just can't give us any details about it. Talk about time travel. Yeah. Well, I won't say that. I'm not going to say. All right, let's get to ratings. Zero to five. Starting with JoJo. Ooh, do I want to go 4.5 or 5? <gasps> I can't decide what I want to do. I can't think of anything to stop it from being a 5. Will I remember this episode? I think I will. I think it's a 5. I think I loved it. Wow. I just like, the whole time I was like, is this a 5? And I, there was nothing that detracted it. I can't think of a single thing. It was so great. 
there were some really great moments of just like hearts at home, just hearts hanging out with each other and with Max or whatever. And like the pizza scene, just like, <laughs> like slice of life episodes, pizza slice of life, <laughs> <laughs> which I love. And then the whole soap opera thing being on set was just so great. I loved it. Hey. Yeah. Ellen. Uh, this is an audio medium. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a five for me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> I mean, really, even if it was just the red leather outfit with the turtleneck and the shining references, mm. all done. Yeah. Yeah, but pretty it's much. much more than that. Um, the writing in this episode, I just think, is really terrific. The uh, banter between the hearts and Max uh, in the kitchen at home is terrific. You know, it's just even the rando like soap opera employee people. It's like it's it's just it's on point. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a, it's, a, it's a five. <gasps> We have a heart of gold. Oh my God. We have a heart of gold. Wow. Five from me. Yes. I yeah. The <laughs> the shining references. That completely unhinged performance. Yeah. Uh yeah. by uh Ray. Jennifer Jennifer got to like act in the end of this too. Like it was like everyone got to do some subtle shit this episode that usually doesn't happen because there was no fight scene. There was no like There was not a lot of action. There was no action scene in this episode. And yeah. That kind of bummed me out at first, but then I was like, nope, this is good. This yeah. is totally, there shouldn't be an action scene in this. Like, that would be kind of cheap. So, yeah, five. Yeah, nice. As the heart turns, 15. Wow. We have a heart of gold. That's awesome. Our first That's one exciting. since Million Dollar Hearts. That's wow. crazy. I felt like we would have had more. <laughs> yeah, I think I'd <laughs> In this season this. that we love, love, love. Ellen, what are we doing next? I'm so glad you asked. Next week, originally airing on March 8th, 1983, we're going to be watching and talking about The Wayward Heart. Jonathan buys Max a lethal cigar, and after accusing him of being predictable, Max disappears, leaving the hearts to find him before it's too late. Whoa, what? A lethal cigar? (laughs) Does it have a firecracker in it? Is it from the... Joe Garber Candle Company? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Joe Garber's Candles and Cigars. <laughs> White Wine Joe's Candles White and Cigars. White Wine Joe's Candles and Cigars. <laughs> 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 They'll blow your socks off. <laughs> um, just a heads up. Don't buy any backroom cigars from that guy, George. Don't buy anything. <laughs> We'll we'll keep that in mind. <laughs> Is he the one who makes pet carriers with giant urns? <laughs> There's no giant urns in George's shop. But I'm just saying. All right. And George, with, rest in peace. With that cautionary <laughs> advice. <laughs> we will leave you. Thank you guys so much for listening. We love you so much. Uh write to us, talk to us, let us know what you're thinking at uh it was our murder Instagram pod. at it was murder pod or our Twitter at it was murder pod, or you can email us at it was murder pod at gmail.com. It was murder pod. Please rate and review us where you're listening to this. Give us five stars and write something nice. Mm-hmm. It's so helpful. Um, watch along with us on Tubi, or if 
Ovation TV is now, I I don't know how Ovation works. Is, Is that just a network? As far as I could discover without really digging into a TV schedule is that it's airing on Wednesdays and it's four episodes back to back. So I don't know if that's the thing where they do the two pairs, like for the time, various time zones where they just double down on it, or if it's actually four separate episodes in a chunk, which would be amazing. That'd be so Mm -hmm. good. Mm -hmm. And they're also going to do all the movies. Uh, Oh, awesome. Yeah. Yay. So we, more chances for you guys to keep up with us, watch along, interact. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's we're coming. We're in the last the last like half of this podcast, we're approaching the last fifth of this podcast. Yeah. Uh, so <sighs> come join us while you still can. <laughs> heartbreaking as that is heartbreaking. It's I heartbreaking. Uh, so excited to watch the movies. Uh, I can't yeah. wait for the movies. I want to see what they did with those. Have you Eight seen of them? Have you seen those Ellen? Did you say I have seen them? You've seen all of them. I've seen all of them. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I think I've seen, I'm pretty sure I've seen all of them. Yeah, Have I've seen none of them. Okay, great. As oh. far as I know, I've seen none of them. <laughs> Another virgin. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even know. Omg, satisfied virgin. There. Okay, well, until next week. Uh, I this is airing the day after Thanksgiving. Oh. If that's something that you do, I hope that you are full and of good food and uh, have some leftovers. And have gathered with your loved ones. I hope that you didn't feed your dog any onions. <laughs> Good night, Freeway. Good night, Freeway. This is airing on Native American Heritage Day. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Good night, Freeway. This interview is over. Yeah.